Welcome to the KC's online. Episode 2. Yep. We're back at it again. We are. Okay. We've had to do this like four times. <laughs> Record ourselves Lord, four mercy. times. This is so hard. But, um, you know, the topic we're discussing today is basically unlearning. So the yeah. mess, the ugly, and unlearning. Um, one of the reasons why I guess I suggested this topic, hmm. um, and one of the reasons why I suggested this topic is because I feel like it's just, it's a very big one. Um, and I think that it would help a lot of people if they kind of knew that it is not their responsibility to, um, it's not, it's not their responsibility to make themselves perfect right um it's not their responsibility to change their parts in life because you know um as young people especially those of us who know who are children of god and we're just trying to we're just trying to walk this 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 earth and we're trying to do what god um wants us to be doing we're trying to walk in our purpose what often becomes a stumbling block for us is that we make mistakes along the way yeah and you know um we've been taught that obviously as children of God, we don't have a sinful nature. Um, we are children of God. You know, Jesus died for us and therefore our sins are washed away. And that's very much true. However, we still have to deal with the fact that we are humans yeah. along the and way. We still make mistakes. And we're still making mistakes. And I think um, where it becomes very difficult is that we have this perception that we're supposed to be like, I don't know how to say it, but you see it on social media a lot of times. And I felt that way for so many years. And it, it doesn't even feel wrong to say it. But we, we have this attitude of, I'm just trying to find myself. Mm. I'm just trying to find myself. And it's that, that word, those two words, ha- has almost become an excuse. Yeah. For a yeah. lot of things, like I'm just on, I'm just on the path. Yeah. I'm on a path of finding myself. I'm, try- I'm doing me. Yeah, I'm doing me. I'm I'm learning, mm. you know, I'm doing me. Like it's 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 that kind of thing. And then there's this scripture where um and I guess this is one of the I one of the reasons I really wanted to talk about this is because in Matthew chapter sixteen, verse twenty four to twenty six, it says, Then Jesus said to the disciples, to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me for whoever desires to save his life will lose it but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it amazing so don't you think that by us always saying i'm just trying to find myself Mm. we're actually not denying ourselves Mm. if that makes sense because it says if anyone desires to come after me let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me for whoever desires to save his life. So by saying I'm finding myself, it's like, a, it's another word for I'm desiring to save my life. That's how yeah. I feel. Well, that's how, that's how I've been feeling. Or preserve that's, myself. Yeah, yeah. Preserve myself. I'm trying to find myself. Anyways, I don't know if this is making any sense, but we're getting somewhere. Um, I just feel like, I don't know. Life is a, is a, is a massive process of undoing. And I feel like in the Bible, um, God tells us many times that he has knit us in our mother's womb. He has created us. He has formed us, shaped us in our mother's womb. What that looks like to me is that even before I was born, God knew exactly who I would become because he created me. He's the one who wrote the story. The Bible says he's the author and the finisher. If that is the case, 
if that is the case, where do all these mistakes come from? Mm. You know? And that's where I think the process of undoing, unlearning is is now relevant because unlearning is um defined by taking something um that something some that someone has learned and removing it yeah. so removing something that has been learned is basically unlearning so like bad habits and stuff like that mm. and i feel like um you know when you when you're born you come into this earth you live your life eventually you find jesus yeah then you receive him as your personal lord and savior and then you are baptized when you are baptized it's almost like you die because you are put into you're immersed in water yeah and then you're brought out of the water born again born again so you are born again and then your life is made new but where i think un- the undoing part come becomes relevant and is important is when we look at the mistakes that we continue to make and when life gets a little bit messy and a little bit ugly and now you're having to deal with but god you said my life is going to be new but why am i still feeling this mm. way and then you overcome that thing that you were you know struggling over and then there's another thing in your way yeah. and then you start feeling like god i just overcame this and now and there's this now other stumbling block why am I always going through this? Why is this my situation? Then that is overcome. Then there's another thing. Yeah. And, you know, I was listening to this sermon by Stephanie Gritzinger where she was talking about process. And she was saying that there is process and that there is promise. And we always get stuck on the promise, but we don't understand that there is a process to it. Right. And because of that, we look at the promise and we are stuck there, but then we neglect the process. Yeah. And then when we are, and the process is something that can't be neglected because no. process is the journey. The journey that we are, we are on to the father's heart yeah. is a process. Yeah. You know? And I feel like um, in the process is where a lot of unlearning, like God purposely does that so you can unlearn a lot of bad habits, a lot of things that you've picked up. Um, yeah. You know, along the way, like, for example, I, you look at um, Israel when mm. they were stuck in Egypt. Yeah. Right. For years and years and years, there were slaves in Egypt. Right. Um, you know, serving, serving um, their master, Pharaoh yeah. at that time. And um, at the time, so he sends down Moses and, and um, you know, Pharaoh finally lets them loose. Yeah. And, and they're about to go on this journey to the promised land. Yeah. And they're supposed to get there, you know, it's supposed to be a 40 day journey. Yeah. But it turns out to be what a whole 40 years right. in order for them to get to where they're supposed to get to. And in that mm-hmm. is a lot of process. Mm. Them unlearning, um, them, you know, having to be confronted with yeah. what they picked up. Exactly. From where they're coming from. Right. And it took a whole generation was wiped out. Mm. You know, a whole, like it, it got to a point where a whole generation was wiped out just yeah. so that the other generation who kind of saw what was happening, who kind of saw what God was trying to teach them mm. to pick up on these new things and remove all the old stuff. Right. In order for them to actually enter that promised land and not have any residue yeah. from wherever they're coming from. Yeah. And I feel like, um, you know, like what you were saying, I feel like life is kind of like that from the moment that we begin our journey with Christ. It's 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 not so much about, oh yeah, I'm going to go find myself. No. I'm going to go do this. No, it's like, no, 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 no. 
now we begin to remove the stuff. Yeah. You know, that, that, that you've used to couple, you've used, or you've picked up somewhere through your experiences or through whatever it is that you've gone through in life yeah. up to that point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah. 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 And, and it's not even, you know, the responsibility of removing those things is not ours. And I think that's where the beauty of, of relationship with God, with the Holy Spirit and with Jesus comes from is that when you're a child of God and you're journeying with, um, with God and you're, you know, you, you get to know him as your father and mm. you, you know, you spend time in your secret place with him and you are constantly in a stance of worship. Um, what you begin to realize is that God on his own authority begins to undo things in you. Every season you're dealing with something new. One day you are dealing with the fact that you picked up stealing and now God is confronting, he, you know, you're, you're being confronted with all these things, um, with your past and stuff. It's starting to look messy. It's starting to look ugly. But then as children of God who are in relationship with, with, with Jesus and with the Holy Spirit and with God, what happens for, for us is that we see that, right? We go through the process of the ugly, the mess. But because you have a relationship with God, you go to God and you talk to him. You're like, God, this is what I'm feeling like. My past is coming back. This person said this. Why is this happening to me? I thought that I was doing everything right. Da, 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 da. You play some worship and then you just, you're messed up. Mm. And I think that's the beauty. And I think that's where the healing comes from is from when we, when we take ourselves, like when something happens and you're confronted by a situation of your past, mm. how do you respond to that? Do you just try to ignore it and then continue on? Or do yeah. you take that and go back to the father, yeah. go back to your secret place, sit there and say, God, this is the situation up, um, at hand right now. Yeah. I need you to help me deal with that. And I think that's where the undoing begins. It's right. in that stance of worship without you knowing just by you speaking to God and telling God how you're feeling and the situation you're now being undone. And I think the, the undoing and, um, that that is taking place happens when you just become messed up in worship. Like wow. you just start to, I don't know if anyone has felt it, but like sometimes you're worshiping um, or sometimes you're just talking to God. Mm. Um, and for some of us, like I know for myself, even before I actually knew who the Holy Spirit was properly, I was still a child of God. Cause you know, I was raised up in the church and stuff. Yeah. I would always talk to myself in my room. I thought that I was talking to myself, mm. but now I know for sure God was always there listening to me right. and he was the one who was there and he was listening in on my conversation, even if I didn't invite him in. I know for wow. a fact because of the things that he has done now in my life from those conversations. Wow. So like when you're in that bubble where you're, you, you have that secret place and you go back to God and you're just talking or you just crying, you are being undone. You're dealing with the situation without you dealing with the situation. Right. Right. Your only responsibility right. is to go to God. Right. And I think it's important as children of God that we understand that, that look, even though we, we do not have a sinful nature, which we don't have a sin, sinful nature at all. At the same time, there are things that have been inbreded in us mm. that we have learned along the way before coming to Christ, before becoming his children. Like for example, 
I, I received Christ, I don't even remember when I received Christ, because I was probably a baby, like, you know, in the church and all that. But, like, I really, really received Jesus for me personally as an adult. Right. Uh, in 2000, um, I think it was 2010. Yeah. From 2000, before 2010 to, like, 1995 when I was born. So, 1995 to 2010, that's a long time. That's a long time. time. That's a really long time. So, from, the Bible said he he formed us in our mother's womb. Yeah. But then I was born into a family. Mm -hmm. And... I don't know what the situation was in my family when I was just born, right? Yeah. But whatever it was, it stuck with me. Yeah. And then I became uh, a toddler. Yeah. Whatever happened stuck with me. Yeah. I picked up habits that I saw my mom do, mm. habits that I saw my dad do, habits that I, I caught from my sister. And then I became uh, um, a primary school pers- a girl. Yeah. And then I picked up habits from my schools from my teachers, yeah. from my peers. Mm. And then I became uh, a, a preteen. Yeah. And then I picked up more habits. Yeah. And you go and to the, the world p- becomes wider and wider. Exactly. Yeah. So how much, like, we, we have to understand that. And I think, I don't know, this conversation is going all over the place, but I think we don't get that before we come to God. There's a lot that we bring with us. Yeah. Without even realizing. We have, we have like, we are bringing years and years of habits, yeah. years and years of like, um, like pain, yeah. years and years of generational stuff that's yeah. just on us that we don't know is actually there. Yeah. And then because we come to him, we think, oh, we only think about the things that we've maybe done, like the mm, sins we've committed. Mm, 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 but it's not about that because that has been washed away. The sins have been washed away, but the habits are still there. Yeah. So even though the sins have been washed away, the habits, who you are, yeah. you're still that person. Yeah. You are still that person. And then that's why I believe the Bible tells us that we need to meditate on the word day in and, and day, day out. out. Day wow. in and day out. The Bible says that the word is there for correcting, for mm. teaching, for rebuking. Yeah. Correcting, teaching, and, and rebuking. rebuking. So as we read the word understand the word soak the word in it starts to bring up a lot of things in us that we didn't know was there before brings it to the surface to the surface and then you go through life thinking yeah 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 i've conquered Mm -hmm. the world da 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 bam suddenly something comes up yeah you're now having to deal with something there's a season that you're, the, and you thought this thing was over, whatever mm-hmm. it is, you're now mm-hmm. having to deal with something. Then you just, you know, you, you go through that season, you're yeah. fine. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Another thing, bam. Now you're in another season of something else and now something else. So we wouldn't, I don't think we'll ever get to a place in life mm. where we're, so we're 100% all good. Squeaky no, clean, no, yeah. I don't think so. I mm. think that we're going to continue being undone until yeah. we meet Jesus because the, the other problem is, even as you're being undone or you are unlearning, you're still learning something else in the corner over here. Yeah, and that's, that still that's, has to be that's bad. <laughs> so the moment you finish this one, you've just picked up another one over here. And this is this is this is the craziest part about how deep this goes. Yeah. Yeah. So you have we have people, our friends, loved ones. We have people on this earth that 
haven't started their journey in terms of their relationship with God, but they already have drawn a conclusion of who God is yeah. and how he responds to stuff. Yeah. Isn't that amazing how people who, like we haven't even started our journey walking with God yet, we already have drawn our own conclusions of how he responds to stuff, yeah. who he is, and how the Bible is so difficult, this and that, and how that has a contradiction. Mm. and how this. Where did you pick that up from? Yeah. You know, who told you that? Yeah. Where did you learn it? Yeah. How did you come to that conclusion? Yeah. How did you convince yourself of that? And that's why, like, looking at your environments and assessing yourself can kind of show you a lot about why you believe what you believe. Yeah. You know, who you are and all those kind of things. And yeah. there's a solution to all of this. There is. And it's what you were saying. It's, it's coming... You know, being vulnerable before God, yeah. being honest yeah. before God. I think honesty is one of the most incredible things, just being real. Yeah. You know, because in that comes a lot of help. Because if you're not willing to be helped, yeah. it's very hard for anyone to help you. That's right. You, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like you look at, you look at, we go back to the very beginning. You look at Adam and Eve, you know what they did. They eat of the fruit that they were forbidden to, to eat. The first thing they do is create clothes for themselves. They've never heard of clothes. Mm. They've never heard of that before. Yeah. All of a sudden, they have a solution to their problem. They, they mask it. Yeah. They're trying to, trying to fix themselves so that God doesn't see what they've done. Bruv, you came into this world, you didn't have any clothes. I've seen you. <laughs> All these years, you don't have any clothes. Yeah. All of a sudden, you got clothes on. You think God is not going to see that? Yeah. You think yeah. God is going to overlook the fact that you have something new going on? Yeah. That's, that's, that's what we do. Yeah. We try to mask stuff. So we come before God and we're like, nah, I'm cool. I already just dealt with that. I did this. I did that. We mask ourselves. Not knowing that he's the surgeon. If you're coming to me and you have a problem, I'm a surgeon. You have a problem. You need surgery. Mm. Do you come to me now trying to like mask yourself and trying to mask the problem? No, you're coming to me for a solution. Right. Let right. me do my job. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can come to me and tell me your conditions and say, oh, no, you can't do this. You can't do that to me. No, I'm, I'm the one who knows what you have. Yeah. I'm the one who's put in the work to study what you have yeah, and how to right. deal with it and how to remove it from your yeah. life. So just come before me and humble yourself yeah. and let me tell you how I'm going to get you out of your problem yeah you know what i'm saying so that's man it's intense it's a really intense topic and it's even if you're not if i mean if you're not saved and you're just you know just yeah. you're not a believer you you don't have any belief systems i mean just look at the rate of mental health in the world today my god imagine not believing in anything and my having god. to deal with everything you've picked up from when you were born to now like you it's not about you guys have to understand the magnitude of this topic it's not about the sins it's not even about the mistakes it's about the habits that you've picked up from your environment that you don't know are there like every season something is up Every season, something is up. And there's no antidote from that. For for that, the only thing that you are told is try these antidepressants. You know, pills. Try this this. program on YouTube. Or something. And in in psychology, like now, that's what we learned. Like there's this guy called Bronfen Brenner. And um, he he was a, a theorist. And his theory was that the environment is what shapes the child. And that's what he said. He said that the environment is what shapes the uh, the child. And he broke the environment up into various um, different groups. He had the microsystem, and then he had the inner the inner circle. And the inner circle was like your your 
your home so that's your yeah. mum dad your sister your brother and then you've got your school and then you've got um i can't remember what the other one was and then outside of that you've got your church and then this other wow. this other system yeah so he he was saying that all these different systems are what raise the child that's what so the who the child becomes is dependent on who your the child was around yeah Everything, everything like who. So I'll give you an example. Like when we had to do this case study and we had to analyze like a child from the age of zero to seven years old, I analyzed myself. So when I was younger, um, what I did was I had a, a $2 coin and in New Zealand, $2 coins used to be bigger. Like they used to be the size of the $1 coin mm. and the $1 coin used to be the size of the $2 coin. So it was big. Wow. So I took the money the $2 coin and I wanted to save it. Yeah. So I put it in my mouth and I thought, okay, I'm going to save it here and nobody's going to be able to see it. And mm. then I ended up swallowing it. Oh no. What ended up happening was that when I, when I went back to that place now being an adult and I thought about that, I'm thinking, Hmm, I must've seen someone in my house saving money. True. For you to actually think about that. Yep. And because maybe I was able to find the money, I thought, ooh, let me save my money so that nobody can find it. Mm. Where did I pick that up from? So you don't think about that, but there's a lot that we picked up as kids and now not to mention adults. And now with social media being mixed in the ingredients, when you come to God, I, I don't know where this topic is leading, but the one thing I want to encourage people is that when you come to God and you, um, you've received Christ, if you feel like nothing is ever going your way, mm. you feel like you've, you're not content, you need to understand that that is very good. Mm. As long as your response is not to neglect it, but mm. is to go back to the Father. Come on. So it's not about the situation. It's about your response to the situation. Right. That's what's important. If everything looks great and everything looks clean and everything is all good um, and things are going well all the time, where is the growth in that? Mm. There's no growth. There's no and growth. Sorry, we do apologize if you guys hear it raining. Um, it's but kind yeah, of raining outside. Um, but yeah. There's no growth in that because things are great. So how are you growing? Who's Doesn't teaching make you? Sense. Yeah, exactly. But when things are a little bit bumpy and there's always a, you're always going from season to season yeah. to season, yeah. it's like seeing a really big staircase. You're climbing up the stairs. Yeah. I mean, the truth is, look, if if you've ever come across, um, mm. you know, the, the wisest people that you ever come across in life are the people that have gone through crazy stuff. Right. Like every single time I come across somebody who. Like, you know, the, the, the way they talk and how they view life is like really intriguing and interesting. Yeah. You'll find out they had a messy ass <laughs> journey, crazy ass journey. And, and they probably still do. They're still, like, they're still processing stuff, you know, yeah. they're still having to go through, you know, a lot of stuff. But when you hear the wisdom, you're like, this did not just, you know, appear over the last 24 hours. Right, right. This is life. Yep. They've gone through life, man. They've, they've had to deal with, you know, molestations. They've had to deal with, yeah. um, you know, people uh, beating them up and crazy stuff has happened in their life. Um, you know, other things, not just, not just that, but so many different um, yeah. type of situations in life for them to actually be at the place where they are. 
yeah. you know and one of the most amazing things about those kinds of people you find that they actually went before god or went before whatever it is and unveiled themselves yeah you know in order to learn from their situation in order to be healed from whatever wounds that they were carrying yeah. um, and stuff like that. Like I'll give you guys this example yeah, of, of myself. And this is something that I, um, even now I'm still dealing with it in different aspects. Right. And it still bothers me. This is something that I learned um, growing up is, is dealing with failure, dealing right. with something that I deem as failure. You may not look at it as failure, yeah, but yeah. to me, this is how I've kind of like, it's just been like that. Yeah. And I, and I, I picked up this, this thing when I was growing up. So when I was going to school, um, I was, I was, we, we, I come from a place where school is very competitive. Mm-hmm. It's a very competitive thing. Um, you know, when, when you have an exam and you get your results, they yeah. literally announce your results yeah. right yeah. in front of you guys. Like they, they've lined up your whole class and they're telling you that, you know, number one, whoever yeah. had the highest mark <laughs> come to the front. Yeah. Number two, da, da, da. So you get to see. Everybody gets to see who the last person is. Everybody gets to see who the middle person is. Everybody gets to see who the smartest. And then they hang it up on the door. It, it, and when it, you walk into the classroom. Stuff. And it doesn't end there. It goes yeah. home too. Yeah. So now you have to deal with the embarrassment of you being at school and the whole school knowing what, you, what the kind of results you got. And then now you have to go home with that embarrassment. And so Ooh. there's a, not a lot of affirmation coming right. coming around there's yeah. not a lot of validation you know coming around yeah. there's, there's not a, a lot of that being spread um around so i kind of i kind of like i had a hard time trying to understand stuff when i was growing up yeah. it's not because i wasn't smart yeah it's just because of the school system that we had at that particular time exactly. i just had a hard time understanding stuff so yeah i didn't get a lot of that you know hey man you actually pretty good yeah but if you look at things this way i got a lot of you're not good. You're not good. You need to be better. Yeah. You need to be better. You need All to be the better. Time. All the time. So I learned that I learned early on that I was a failure. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So right. every time I met failure, it's like even now it still hits me different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Every time I meet it, I'm like, oh, it kind of shakes me a little bit. Yeah. And I have to I have to, you know, I've picked up twos in order, you know, in order for you to move. For me but to, you're to still move dealing with that. that. I'm still dealing exactly. with that. You see yeah. you see what I'm saying? And so what I'm saying is we don't realize the magnitude of some of these things that we've grown up in, some of these environments yeah. uh, we've been in and the things that we pick. We don't realize the magnitude of it and how it affects you as an adult. Yeah, right. You see what I'm saying? Because you think back then you just think, oh, yeah, I just went through this, da, da, da. Not knowing, man, 20, 28 years later or whatever, how many years later. You look back and you're like, my God, I still deal with this in this way because I still picture that kid who never had, who never had that, you know, support. Th- that support, yeah. that affirmation that, hey, let's do this. Yeah. Let's look at it this way. Oh, this is another way you can learn. Oh, hey, Desmond, how would you like me to teach you this? Yeah. How, what, are, what other explanation for this can you, how do you want me to teach you yeah. this so that you can understand this? Right. Ne- ne- never, really, never really had too much of that. So even when I had success in life, even when I've come across success, I, I dimmed it at the back of my mind. I always thought it was just God feeling sorry for me. Yeah. You know, it was just God feeling like, oh, you know what? This kid needs something. Yeah. So let me give him something. So even when I met success, even when I started killing it in school, nobody came back to be like, hey, you're good now. Yeah. You're doing well now. Yeah. It was still like, 
it was just silence. So I had to like, oh, flip. I have to work, work, work harder. I have to do more. I have to do this more. Mm. And it got to a point where like I would, I would just, I would study so much. I would do so much. Like even now, my wife tells me all the time, like, how do you know all this stuff? Like I just, I, I've, I've come to a place now where like, I've just learned to just know everything. I want to know everything. He, he literally is such like, a smart ass. Like, <laughs> he knows way too much. Sometimes it's so annoying. Like, when he starts telling me a story, I'm like, okay. Like, seriously, like, I, I've just, I, that's how I've coped yeah. with this thing. Like, I, I just want to know everything. If I don't know something about whatever it is happening, like, it bothers me. But now it doesn't bother me as much anymore because I've learned, I've, I'm starting to learn. I'm starting to pick up some. I'm like, no, it's actually okay. For me not to know so much about that, like with the whole COVID-19 stuff. If it was back in the day, man, I would be researching this thing like crazy. Yeah. But it's funny how my wife, to some extent, was more into it and finding out about stuff yeah. than I was. Yeah. Because I've actually come to a place now where yeah. I'm like, you know what? I don't really need to know everything. I don't yeah. really need to know such and such about that. Yeah. You know, I, maybe, yeah, yeah, I need to know the essentials and right. all this and that. But I don't need to know who started it and who did what and who did this. Because it doesn't... What does it do for me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Would you but, say that you've taken this experience back to God? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You've seen that. Yeah, I've you've seen, seen that. You've seen that yourself. I've like seen I've that. actually, yeah. I've actually taken it Imagine to God. Imagine if you didn't. My God, that's, I don't know where, where I would thing. be. Imagine, I don't know where I would be. Imagine if you didn't. It, it would be so hard. It would be so hard. Like I'm telling you guys, like the slightest thing that would go wrong, I would deem it as failure. Yeah. Like I would completely deem it as I failed again. And it would be so hard for me to get back up because it's like I go back, way back to that yeah. kid who just felt like his first few years in life in school was just nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm and saying? And you stay and there. And you stay you there. You stay there and it's a dark place and it's a lonely place yeah. and you sit there. And there is where the devil comes and beats you up. Exactly. And introduces more stuff and attaches more stuff to you that yeah. you didn't even have in the first place. And that's why, that's why it's so important to stay in a posture of worship. Yeah. Because you don't have the ability to always check yourself through these things. You don't. I I can't like I realize oh my in myself that I'm not I don't actually have that like enough strength to be like okay I'm always going to check myself mm. and then I'm always going to do this and I'm always going to do that. Mm. Now I've come to the like realization with myself that you know what patience when things aren't going well the only thing i need to do is just go back to god yeah go to my secret place and stay there yeah. worship and stay there he'll give me the answers he'll do what he needs to yeah. do and i think that's just i think that's what we're supposed to do i think yeah. we're just supposed to r- remain in that posture of worship yeah. where we always are able to go back to the secret place go cry scream and just talk about it to god and then yeah. that's where in in the church in you know in our communities we need to stop making people feel like it's not okay to not be okay mm. we need to stop doing that in yeah. families in friendships if someone is not okay just, do not make them feel god. like they are wrong yeah. or they are they are losing faith yeah. By not being okay, because yeah. I I literally know I, I've experienced being yeah. in situations, environments where you saying that you're not currently you're I'm not okay. How am I? I'm I'm actually not okay. My heart is not okay right yeah. now. It's seen as like, whoa, yeah. you don't sound yeah. like you have faith yeah. today. What's going on? And people try to pick you up oh, out of it, it's like so straight annoying. away. It's like. so annoying. It's different from saying like. 
oh, I am sick. Like yeah. I, I have this, like I, I, like I get that. I get where in a sense where like, you know, words are powerful as a, as a child of God, you shouldn't confess to certain things. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't just confess to saying, oh yes, you know, um, I, um, like my mom always told me, don't say my flu. Mm. Oh yeah, you don't, don't own say, it. You don't, don't take own, ownership. Don't take ownership yeah. of sicknesses and stuff. Yeah. You have the blood of Jesus running through your veins. Come but on. the doctors have told me that this is what's happening in my yeah. body right now. But I'm I be, I'm believing in God yeah. that that is not true because the blood of Christ runs through my veins. Yeah. That's how you respond. However, when someone genuinely says I am not okay, you need to ask, would you like to talk about it? Yeah, yeah. Don't go straight into giving advice. When you don't even know the situation. And trying to remove them and, out of stuff. And using no. scriptures. Because what I've seen, I've actually seen someone where a person has been like, oh, I'm not okay. And the person has been like, what? Child of God. The Bible says that. Yeah. Ask the person. Oh, hey, would you like to yeah. have a cup of coffee? Um, and some of our cultures are notorious oh, for this stuff. Ho- like uh, how can we, uh, what can we even do about that? Like, oh, like notorious. Uh, I've seen, like, there's been times when, you know, you're just having a really bad day and you're trying to process stuff trying to go before God and you, you and then yeah. you know somebody around you in, in in your household sees you acting a certain way and all of a sudden now it's just World War Three. You yeah. know, just trying to get you out of this. Oh, you shouldn't think this way. You shouldn't yeah. do this. Please, gentlemen. Ladies, gentlemen, please. Ladies just and here. gentlemen, I understand. <laughs> I understand. It's just a look. I'm just right now I just let just woo let me breathe, man. Let me just that- just back off a little bit. Let me process this thing with God. Like, let me Ex- let me go through this thing with God. I, I love how you said that. Come on, man. allow me to process this thing with God. Come you on, you don't even know what it is. You don't know. You, have you just no seeing idea. symptoms, bro. Yeah, you have no idea. Come on, allow me to process. And that's that's the response we should give when you are when you find yourself in a challenging situation where you literally do not recognize what the season you are in is even mm. called. Don't. Don't try to paint it pink when mm. you know that you don't even know what the color of this season is. Come on. Just say, I need to go back to God and process whatever this thing yeah. is yeah. because now I've been confronted with a whole yeah. new situation. And just know that once you conquer that, there's another one that's coming. Yeah. But yeah. that's what is going to make you stronger because by the time we get to meeting Jesus face to face, by the time that day comes, we will... That's when, like the Bible says, uh, for those that know in part, shall, those that read in part shall know in part. Yeah. But one day you shall know all. Yeah, shall so know for now, even with ourselves, fully. we only know partly. Yeah. Um, we only know part of ourselves. You, yeah. you will never really understand. And that's why using that terminology, finding, I'm finding myself, is so wrong. Because the Bible says, don't find yourself. Mm-hmm. Deny yourself. Yeah. That's what the word says. Do not find yourself. Deny yourself. Take up your cross. Walk with God. And through that, yeah. you will know who you are. Yeah. So life is not about finding yourself. Life is about discovering who you are through the lens of Jesus Christ. Yeah. By reading and devoting mm. yourself to the word of God and being in relationship with the father. That is what life is about. There you you and discover is different from finding. Yeah. Finding is saying that I'm finding myself means I'm looking for who I am completely. Yeah. Yeah. You will never find that person. Discovering yourself is saying I'm like, I'm, I know that I'm on a, I'm on a journey of discovering little bits and pieces of mm. myself through Christ. 
Yeah. And the other thing about finding yourself, the other thing that's wrong with finding yourself is that you will find stuff about you that's not true and end up accepting it. Yep, that's the, especially that's based on other people's exactly. perceptions exactly. of you because you end up asking so yep. many questions. That's yep. when you realize your language is now doubt exactly. because you're constantly doubting yep. who is this person in yep. front of me. Yep. You, you accept so many wrong things about yourself thinking this is who I am, mm. not knowing that you just picked that up and it's so wrong. Yep. It's not even something that a direction that you're supposed to go in. Yep. But because you are on a journey to find yourself and that's what you've discovered. Yep. That's it. That's it. That's it. This is who I am. This is what I'm supposed to be. I just have anger issues. Everybody, accept me for who I am. I just have right, anger issues. Right. Oh, uh, I just have an attitude. Right. You just I that's hate just how that. I am. I just have an attitude. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, this and that. Like it, it, it's it's that's the problem with finding yourself. You begin to accept the bad habits. You know what I mean? Mm. The bad habits mm. that you've picked up in life and mm-hmm. just be like, this is just who I am. Mm. This is when a lot of people even introduce crazy stuff into their relationship that's not supposed to be there because this is who I am. But it's not who you are. You nope. don't even know who you are. And you know what? That I feel that in my, in my ear, in my heart, because it's like me with my bad communication skills. I am bad at texting. I'm just bad. Like, I'm not good at it. <laughs> and... um. I used to be okay with that. I would literally just be like, look, I'm just bad at communication. Yeah, this is who I am. This is who I, I am. It. Whatever. And then I I realized that, but what am I, what am I, what am I sacrificing? Mm. Like, cause you know, Jesus gave his life up for us, right? Mm. He gave his life. He laid his life down yeah. for us. So for me, now I look back and I look at my communication skills and I'm like, have I laid my life down wow. for my friends? Wow. Because some of them, and like, you know, those who like my, my, my really, really very inner circle would know this. I used like those who I are in my inner circle. I communicate with them consistently now. Yeah. Um, and the reason being is because I asked myself, patience, have you laid your life down for your friends? Wow. Have you? Wow. Have you laid your your life? And I believe that you may not be in a season where the, you're even supposed to think this. Mm-mm. But this is my season, so don't exactly. get it twisted. Don't be asking don't yourself be like, that oh, question. I need to do this. I need to do that. Maybe that's not where you are. No. But I am at that place now where I'm like, ooh, have I been laying myself down for my friends? Mm. What does that look like in in this world today? Yeah. For me, it looks like sacrificing my time. Wow. Sacrificing this thing that I feel like I'm okay with, but no. My friend has texted me. They need to speak with me. What yeah. am I doing? Sacrifice two minutes. Respond. Wow. Respond. Communicate. Wow. If I can't, tell them, hey, listen, I- I'm sorry. Let me call you back. I can't communicate right now. I'm still working on the phone call stuff. Like um, my friends will call me and then sometimes I'll see the call. I just won't respond back mm. and then I'll just call them back. But yeah. I'm, I'm working on, you know, seeing the call, texting and be like, hey, can I get back to you really quickly? Um, mm. da, 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 I'm just doing that. That's important because that's what laying, yeah. they, that's laying my life down for them. That's me thinking outside of myself and saying yeah. this person needs my attention. I can see that they're trying to get it. Why yeah. am I ignoring that? Wow. Even if I can't get to the call, why am I not what? saying anything? Exactly. And and that's where it's like not not being okay with your bad habits. Mm-hmm. And not not saying and 
trust me nowadays bad habits tend to look a bit sexy oh yeah like oh, oh i've yeah. just got an attitude problem this is yeah. just how this i am how I you am. think you're slick but the truth is you one day god is going to check you yeah. and that's where the thing is you, the only reason why we check like when you say when you say to yourself oh i i have to reevaluate i have to self evaluate myself when i wake up in the morning i i check myself by the end of each day when you say that like cuz i know i do that but not in a sense where i don't know how to explain what i'm about to say mm. but when you when when your responsibility in checking yourself is like to look at your your moods and look at how has my mood changed mm. i was mm. happy and now i'm sad, now I'm sad. why what's, am i sad what has made me sad yeah. that's where when you use that term i'm checking myself that's what you're supposed to be doing because we've i don't know we've changed it into something else now checking yourself is some sounds like a cool ass term mm. when reality checking yourself is is almost like it's very important because you're supposed to be looking at yourself each day yeah. and and when something changes in your mood swing yeah. or in your emotions you kind of go back to think who what made me sad mm. and then you take whatever that is and you go to god yeah. so that's our responsibility yeah. is to bring it back to bring him bring it back to him but he's mm. the one who does all the checking he yeah. does the rest he does the yeah. undoing don't undo yourself you you can't, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> don't try it you just you just hurt yourself I'm don't do it my friend you, you cannot undo do yourself you cannot unlearn things on your own terms god will do it in his own timing mm. um i guess you know to to i guess bring this whole episode to an end yeah. your responsibility in this life as a child of god is for you to just know that you have to develop an intimate relationship with your father yeah what does your secret place look like do you yeah. have a secret place yeah. do you know what a secret place is yeah. if you don't start to look it up look what is my secret place mm. think about it write it in a journal mm. um that's i guess that's where if you were wondering what are they even talking about why are they talking about this why are they discussing it it's because it's not just about um the sins and the mistakes that you make each day it's not about those things all the time mm. it's also about the things that you've picked up without yeah. realizing it that have shaped you to who you are today yeah. that's the person you're going to deal with every single day the every person day. every day the person that has been shaped by the environment that surrounded them yeah that's who you're going to deal with because when you think that you've you've arrived you very quickly be told that you haven't yeah when you think that you've conquered one season another one is going to come up comes. another one is going to come up yeah. another one is going to come up and you yeah. need to be ready to deal with those dif- different yeah. seasons and the reason is and the reason being is because you just need to be ready because yeah. if you're not ready to deal with those various seasons that's where the devil comes in and then yeah. that's where he gulps you up he eats you up and then he uses you mm-hmm. and he uses the situation for his benefit yeah. but if you're ready and when i mean you're ready it's by you kind of like holding your word and saying you know what lord every single day when i wake up i'm going to spend time with you whether mm-hmm. it's me getting up and saying a prayer doing a devotional you're positioning yourself to hear from the lord for the rest of the day spending time in your secret place it's all very important how do you con- talk to god what is your relationship like with him that's you preparing yourself for any season that comes to you so anything that challenges you anything that is trying to make its way to your heart to defeat your heartbeat can't even get to it Come on. why because you're ready yeah. you've got your shield on you've got your weapons intact the yeah. devil can't touch you so that's where it's at but then in the same way understand that when the season arrives your responding your response is important mm. do not respond to it by neglecting it mm. you need to respond to it by taking it 
the situation at hand, giving it back to the father yeah. by communicating with him, yeah. being a complete mess, yeah. crying about whatever it is, screaming about whatever it is. Yeah. Allow him to just, just screw you over, yeah. <laughs> like screw you up. I don't even know what to say <laughs> or how to say. It. Allow him let to him work. Yeah, let, let him. Let him, let him in that yeah. moment bring a hurricane into your world. Yeah. And feel it in your heart. Be so undone and so messed up in that moment where you're with God. Because what you need to know is the Bible says that those who plant in tears, those who plant seeds in tears will reap a harvest of joy. Mm. So you are planting so many seeds when you do that. Yeah. But imagine, guys, imagine if you don't do it there, it's going to happen some way. Exactly. You, and, I would I would rather it happen with God yeah. than with than my enemies. Because if it happens with your enemies, you just pick up more habits. You're finished. Yeah. You're finished. Yeah. So, and, yeah. Yeah. To add my, my last two cents, mm. um, I would say, you know, when you, when you come to the surgeon, try not to get in his way. Yeah, Let that's him do right. his work. Yeah. Um, because we have a habit of trying to point out certain problems. Yeah. That we think God should deal with now. Yeah. But you don't you can't see the depth of of that issue. You can't right. see the you don't know where it started. He knows. He knows. He knows where he need he needs to go. You're just mm. looking at certain symptoms yeah. and going, God, can you deal with this? Can you that's just a symptom. It's just a symptom. He's trying to uproot the whole tree. Um so try not to get in his way. Get in there, um, open up, be bare before him. Um, but let's let's not try and you know, hey, God, hey, man, look, what about this? Or what about mm. that? No, no, no. no, just come before him, like my wife just said, and let him do his work. Yeah. Let him do his work. He knows best. He knows He knows best. what he's doing. He yeah. knows where to start from, what to start with, and he knows where he's taking you. That's right. He knows where you need to go. Yeah. He knows what you need to go through in order to get there. Yeah. He knows how to gently make you understand, hey, this is what I'm going to deal with now. And this is what I'm going to do. Mm. And that's what a good surgeon does. A good surgeon takes you through the process. tells you everything that's going to happen. Yeah. And then explains it to you afterwards. Tells you how things are going right, to go after that. Right, that's right. a good surgeon. You get, yeah, what, you get what, where right. I'm going? Yeah. That's a very good surgeon. A bad surgeon would just come open you up and throw you out there. And then you get messed up. No, yeah. God is a good surgeon. Yeah. Let him he's do his work. He's a very good surgeon. And he's a good, yeah. good father. He's a good Let father. him do his work in you. And yeah, yeah that's, that's really the point of of this podcast today right on, on unlearning undoing the mess the ugly all of that is that just understand that you we know that you're a child of god yeah. you know that you're a child of god mm. we know that your sins have been washed away i know that my sins have been washed away i am not a sinful person you are not a sinful person nah. but you're still going to be dealing with everything that you picked up you're still going to deal with a lot of things coming your yeah. way and it's not because god is a bad father no, no. it's because he loves you mm. that's why he needs you to deal with these things yeah. so that he can undo them and that's it that's so, it yeah hope you enjoyed this episode and yeah. you know we basically like to just have conversations around this um yeah. we don't plan what we're gonna say before we say it <laughs> nah. we don't prepare anything we kind of just talk so uh, you know let us know your thoughts your feelings and i guess how this podcast yeah please do yeah please it would do. be it would be really great to hear from you guys yeah. so yeah all right guys take care loving you stay safe stay home stay home
Until next time.